Section 18 of Captain Billy's Whiz-Bang, Volume 2, Number 13, October 1920. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Doc D.L. Martin. Captain Billy's Whiz-Bang, Volume 2, Number 13, October 1920, by W. H. Fawcett. Our Rural Mailbox. Yes, God bless him. Skipper Bill, may you grant me the privilege of expostulating to the tune of a jazz strain, which is indicative of life, the melody of the living and the nemesis of the dead and dying. Under the cloak of religion there are too many one-cylinder brains functioning to the detriment of our country, creed, and constitution, and the space you allotted to the vituperations of an ecclesiastic ass, eclept Reverend J. Herbden Walters, was just two pages too much. Women have always been enigmas so far as man is concerned and it doesn't require any brand of spiritual interpretation to convince us mortals that such a condition is in keeping with Allah's plan of things. No man who ever fell for the charms of a woman can point an accusing finger at her. When she makes herself sweet to look upon, she is but fulfilling her destiny on this earth and the power of man was created for the sole purpose of battering down her resistance. That's God's law. It's the same in all forms of life. No, Bill, his dose is diuretic, and we are not seeing purgatives. His mentality is sadly lacking, and his virility could well be questioned. Personally, such festers on our social cosmos sort of rankles me for I try to attune myself to the greater law. In closing, an error I sign my John Henry to these sentiments. Let me enlist the eloquence of Alexander Smith, whose brain gave birth to these lines. The saddest thing that can befall a soul is when it loses faith in God and woman. One of the male specie, E. W. Welty, 1819 West 7th Street. Los Angeles, California. Mary D. No, Mary, do not worry. Bank examiners will not inspect your First National. I fear when we reach that day there will be more candidates for bank examiner than for president of this good old USA. Nudes Gazubus. If you are certain your pet skunk has fleas, there is but one remedy I can suggest and that is the tying of a good hefty chunk of dynamite to the tail of the animal. I've been up against the polecat of northern Minnesota, and the flea of dear old Frisco, and the devil saved me from meeting both at the same time. Beautiful Katie, this is the army recipe for hash. See that the dog is a fairly fat one. Hit him over the head with an axe and allow him to boil three hours. Chop into mincemeat and mix in a lot of potatoes, onions, and sage. Serve hot. Cats take only 20 minutes. Dan M. Should you accidentally upset a cup of coffee on the tablecloth, do not stare at it in consternation and exclaim, 
This is a hell of a note. Laugh it off pleasantly and apologize to the hostess. Daffy Dill, your question is rather absurd, and my answer is no. I have never heard a porcupine for its mate, but I have seen a gopher go for a gopher. Oliver Town, I can't quite agree with you as to the world's greatest historical event. How about the time that Antony made a date with Cleopatra? J.C.R., yes, you are correct. The women's wearing apparel nowadays are held up by nothing more than a string of beads on one side and the kindness of heaven on the other. Happy Harriet, it is quite true that a tea kettle full of water sings, but who in L wants to be a tea kettle? James B., I am not positive as to the number of years the government has been trying to obliterate moonshining in Kentucky. I do know, however, that they're taking in lots of territory now. Hubby, let's name our darling baby Prohibition. Wifelets, I should say not. He'll never be a dry. Some persuader. Brumbow. I can't see why Bert Kitchens married that ugly Miss Vanderpeel. Her money would not have been an inducement to me. Gimble, no? Well, her father's shotgun might have persuaded even you. Too bad. Pelican, did you hear about the arrest of William Jennings Bryan? Bellican, no, what was it all about? Pelican, for feeling out the women delegation to see if they were wet or dry. Or a second bill Sunday. A father wishing to satisfy himself as to the future prospects of his son decided to make the following test. Now, he said, I will put here, where he will see them the first thing when he comes in, a Bible, some money, and a bottle of whiskey. If he takes the Bible, he will be a preacher. If he takes the money, he will be a businessman. And if he takes the whiskey, he will be no good. Having thus decided on the plan, he arranged the articles and concealed himself to await the sun and watch results. Presently in came the boy, saw the money and put it in his pocket, took up the bottle of whiskey and drank it, put the Bible under his arm and walked out whistling. My gracious, exclaimed the father, he will soon be a United States senator. Dog on it. A farmer friend of mine was standing in the road with a gun tucked under his arm and an old dog at his side. He was directly in the path of a motor car. The chauffeur sounded his horn, but the dog did not move until he was struck. After that, he did not move. The automobile stopped and one of the men got out and came forward. He had once paid a farmer ten dollars for killing a calf that belonged to another farmer. This time he was wary. Was that your dog? Yes. You own him? Yes. Looks as if we'd killed him. Certainly looks so. Very valuable dog? Well, not so very. Will five dollars satisfy you? Yes. Well, then, here you are. He handed a five-dollar bill to the man with the gun and said pleasantly, I'm sorry to have broken up your hunt. I wasn't going hunting, replied the other as he pocketed the bill. Not going hunting? Then what were you doing with the dog and the gun? 
going down to the river to shoot the dog. Too many women look upon a marriage certificate as a license to operate a hold-up game. Pickled puppies. A lady entering a crowded train requested a little boy if she might put his basket, which he had beside him, up in the rack so that she might sit there. He assented willingly. A short time later, the lady remarked, Sonny, I'm afraid your pickles are leaking. Little boy, disgustedly, Them ain't pickles, lady, them's puppies. Miss Marcella had a cat. The cat, she had a feller. Their backyard concert so annoyed. Ma made Marcella seller. Speaking of society, we heard a good one the other night. A dude and his lady friend were tripping lightly back from the reception room when a rather stout lady, whose gown started somewhere close to the ground and never could get strength enough to get any nearer to her shoulders, bumped into him. The dude was peeved and said aloud to his lady friend, Like Balaam's ass, some people are always getting in the way. The fat dame, quick to retort, replied, You are wrong. It was the angel who got in the way and the ass that spoke. Sayings of the famous Rastus Johnson Mandy, the only thing that ever kept me a good man was your want power and my willpower. End of section 18. End of Captain Billy's Whiz Bang, Volume 2, Number 13, October 1920, by W. H. Fawcett.